Is one of your 2023 goals to build your brand and grow your audience? If that's what you're focusing on this year, you're going to have to get really good at creating consistent content. Yes, you're going to have to create content this year. And if you're sitting here shaking your head yes, and you're like, Jen, yes, I know I need to create content, but sometimes I just don't feel confident enough to put myself on camera, or sometimes I don't know what to post, or I don't know how to create videos, or I don't know what if I should do YouTube or TikTok or Instagram or Facebook, and I'm just so overwhelmed with all the options, and I just don't even know where to start. If that is you, you're in luck because you're listening to the right person. Last year in 2022, I made my word of the year content. My whole goal was to learn as much as I possibly could about content creation and create as much content as I could in order to grow and build my audience. And that is exactly what I did. And throughout the year, I learned a lot about content creation. I learned a lot about what works, what doesn't work, and I collected a hell of a lot of tools along the way to help me grow my audience And not only am I now growing a thousand followers a day, but I also have a couple of reels that have reached over 2.5 million views. So if you want to learn all of my do's and don'ts or what I like to call my laws of content creation, you're in luck because I have a free guide that I made just for you. It's Jen's 10 laws of content creation and it's totally free. Just go to 10lawsofcontentcreation.com. I'm also going to put it in the show notes, but the number 10 lawsofcontentcreation.com and you can get my completely free guide to all of my laws about how to create epic content so that you can build your audience and skyrocket your brand in 2023 and beyond. So go download it. I dare you. You attract what you are, not what you want. So if you want love, you simply need to be loved. And when you walk around radiating love, that you love yourself, people are naturally just going to be attracted to you. Many people say this to me. They're like, I would love them so much. I would be the best partner. I have so much love to give. What if you gave all of that love to yourself right now and you just walked around the planet loving yourself and showing the world what kind of love you have to give by loving yourself that much? You will naturally attract people that want that kind of love too. What if today was the day that you dared yourself to do what you've always wanted? Welcome to the I Dare You podcast. I'm your host, Jen Gottlieb, and together we're going to step outside of our comfort zones and into our best lives one dare at a time. So come on, I dare you to dive right on in. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the I Dare You podcast. What's up? It's me, Jen. I'm so grateful that you're here. Take a moment to congratulate yourself for putting in your AirPods or turning on your car volume or whatever it is you're listening to this on and just putting it on, pressing play, and giving yourself the gift of consuming some content that hopefully will lift you up and change your way of thinking for today. That's like a huge deal. Not a lot of people are intentional about the content that they consume. And I've noticed throughout my journey that consuming content that is develops me personally and helps me grow and helps me think a little bit more optimistically, that inspires me, that helps me learn and that anything is possible is unbelievably powerful when it comes to just shifting your energy into a new direction. And when I was first building my business, I always did this tradition with myself around three o'clock where I would have a lunch break and my lunch break would either be a walk or sitting at my desk eating lunch 
and consuming some form of positive uplifting content, whether that be a YouTube video or a podcast or a, uh, an audible, a chapter of a book or opening up a book and reading it, something that will lift me up because I don't know about you, but around three o'clock is the slump, right? I mean, everybody knows that, but like that there's a three o'clock slump. We all have morning routines to get us super amped up in the morning, but we don't often do the afternoon routine. And I have found that the afternoon routine could be just as important, if not more important than the morning routine, because it's very easy to get to that one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock moment and just completely lose steam. And everything on earth has been, been thrown at us by this time. And we're just getting we're, we're like the day is doing us instead of us doing the day and we are about to give up. But if you can do a reset, a restart in the afternoon and maybe play a positive podcast or listen to an audible of a book that lifts you up or um, listen to or watch an inspirational YouTube video, I would prefer that you open up the I Dare You podcast and listen to one of your favorite episodes, maybe this one, uh, that it can change your whole day. It can actually rejudge you, restart you, repower you. Like it, it's like uh, putting your, just charging your iPhone, right? Giving it that battery for the push for the rest of the day. And I really believe in the power of that afternoon push and that afternoon break where we can just recollaborate, recheck in with ourselves, consume something that's going to remind us that we are in control of our actions and our choices and we can choose to think again. And when we feel like the world is happening to us and everything is happening to us, we can then reposition our thoughts and understand that, okay, what can I do with these things that I feel like are happening to me and how can I act and react in a way that is one of um, choice, right? I am choosing to react to this in a very intentional way instead of just being really reactive and like being a victim to your circumstance. So that being said, I want to applaud you for putting on a podcast wherever you are, where like for whatever reason you did it, you did it. And we are here together and I'm really excited for this episode. That's why I create these, to be your little source of inspiration at whatever point during the day that you need it. And we can just be here together and be besties for this. Well, you're my bestie forever if you listen to this podcast, if you subscribe. But for this moment in time, we are just envision that we are sitting at your favorite coffee shop and we are having a chat and you're going to feel so much better when we're done. I know I am always feeling so much better when I'm done recording these. So hopefully you feel better when you are done listening. Today's topic is the topic that I get asked the most about. And it has absolutely nothing to do with my business. It has absolutely nothing to do with what I actually do for a living uh, and what I teach people really when I'm speaking on stages or with our courses or our mastermind or our products. But it is the question that I get asked the most. So I have to do a podcast episode about it. And the question is how to manifest love. I do lots of Ask Me Anythings on social media. I go live every morning and we do Q&A and I do lots of stories where I say, what questions do you want me to answer? And the number one question is, how do I manifest love? And I think that this question ha comes because I've done a lot of reels and I've told my story a lot of the times, a lot of time, uh, a lot of time, a lot of the times. Jen, speak English. So I've told the story a lot of how I manifested or called in or created my husband, Chris. And I've shared that on Reels. I've shared that on different podcasts. I've shared that on YouTube. I've shared that on stages. And so many of you are currently trying to manifest your dream relationship. You're trying to manifest your soulmate. And I want to answer this question in the best way that I possibly can and just share with you how how I do it and and 
I, I, I've already shared a podcast around like manifestation myths and the way that people are doing it wrong. But now I'm just going to specifically talk about manifesting love because it, it isn't necessarily magical woo-woo stuff where if you think about it, it will magically appear. The thinking about it and the visualizing when it comes to manifesting and the law of attraction is unbelievably important because the thinking about it, the visualizing, the believing as if it's yours and the feeling it in your heart as if it's already yours, all of those thoughts and feelings will shift your beliefs and your beliefs are what dictate your actions. So what we want to do in order to manifest love is to shift the beliefs of our unconscious or some people call it the subconscious mind. So let's back up a bit and talk about the power of the unconscious or the subconscious mind. So there's two parts of the mind. There's the conscious mind, the mind that's always thinking things all the time. And then there's the subconscious mind that we don't necessarily hear thinking thoughts, uh, but it's actually really driving the bus. I like to also call it the wizard behind the curtain. Like in The Wizard of Oz, it's actually strategically running the whole show behind the curtain, but you don't even realize it. So the best way to describe the subconscious mind is, you know, when you're driving home from work and you're listening to the radio or you're on the phone or you're having a conversation with your kids and you don't even know how you got home. Like you arrive home, you're like, oh my God, I didn't even remember driving. That's because your unconscious mind was driving the car. You knew how to get there because you had practiced so many times that the your unconscious brain knew how to turn the wheel. It knew how to step on the gas. It knew how to step on the brakes. It just was very familiar because you had replayed that memory or that actual action in your mind every single day for so many times. So the subconscious mind is unbelievably powerful, and it doesn't know the difference between a real memory and a fake memory. So your job is to actually trick your subconscious mind into believing that the thing that you want already exists, because the thing that you want is not going to magically appear for you unless you start to take action to get that thing. But taking action to get the thing that you want, especially taking action to get love, can be very scary. And fear will block us from get, trying to get love because there's a lot of fear of rejection or fear of, of uh, someone leaving you or fear of allowing somebody in to see your flaws, fear of people judging you, fear of, of never finding someone. So we just don't take action. So we need to reprogram our beliefs in our subconscious to feel as if it's already ours, to get really familiar with the feeling of love so that when we start to take action, it's a hell of a lot easier and a a lot less scary. So when we start to manifest, many people are very familiar with the steps of manifesting or the law of attraction. And, and it would state that you want to start by visualizing and um, thinking about or writing down or vision boarding the thing that you desire, right? And so what this does, this is the first step in my creation process. It you can call it manifestation law of attraction. I like to call it the creation process is seeing the thing that you want, seeing it in your mind's eye. So when it comes to attracting love, you want to visualize what that love is for you. But for love specifically, I think it goes even deeper than visualizing the specific person that you want to fall in love with and more so feeling the feeling that you want to feel. So what we're doing when we're visualizing and seeing the thing and experiencing it as if it's yours is we're reprogramming reprogramming the subconscious or the unconscious to feel like it's ours, okay? To feel those feelings and to create that memory in our brain that we are already in love. So you need to practice feeling love. 
So how is that person going to make you feel when you meet them? I want you to really think about how that person's going to make you feel. Are they going to make you feel excited? Are they going to make you feel like you have goosebumps? Are they going to just make you feel unbelievably joyous and joyful? Are they going to make you laugh? Are they going to make you smile? So what I want you to do is think about So just sit in silence for a second, close your eyes and envision that that person, the love of your life, don't, you don't necessarily need to see their face or what they look like or anything like that. They're just sitting next to you and they are loving you so deeply and you are feeling that love. And I want you to really feel what that love feels like and feel grateful for that love. Okay. Then I want you to just embrace it and feel it and sit the way that you would sit if you were sitting next to the love of your life. Walk the way that you would walk as if the love of your life was walking right next to you. And then you can even go as far as to talking to the love of your life as if they're there with you right now. What would you say to them? Oh my gosh, I love you so much. I can't wait to meet you in person. You make me feel so happy. I can't wait to love you. I can't wait to be with you. I can't wait to hold you and hug you and kiss you. I can't wait for the life that we have together and start to create a relationship with that person in your mind and feel as if that love already exists. The really cool thing that's going to happen is that you're actually going to feel like you're in love. And so you're experiencing the feeling that you want. Like there it is, you have it. And the really cool thing about that is you learned by doing that, that you have everything inside of you to be able to feel that love that you desire. And once you've experienced that and you know that you can create that love within you without any kind of outside thing coming in, without actually meeting another person, you are going to completely rule out any desperation vibes that you would give off when you are dating or meeting that person. And desperation is the biggest thing that will stop manifestation or stop the love of your life from coming into your life because nobody wants to be around somebody that's like, pick me, please. I desperately need you. No, you want to have that vibe or that energy of, I love myself so much. I can create this within myself. I, I talk to my person every single day. I feel that love for them. I, I know what it's going to feel like when they come into my life and I know how much love I can give them. And I'm just radiating that all day, every day. And you would be lucky to have this. And that is the energy that you want to give off. Okay. So the first thing you're going to do is you're going to sit in those feelings of love and abundance of love and joy and, and think about that person sitting next to you. I used to do that every day. I used to talk to my husband before he existed in my life. I would write him letters. I would go on walks with him and I would just feel so madly in love all the time. And what that did was any date that I went on that was like really shitty, I wouldn't even care. I wouldn't even be anxious. I'd be like, okay, peace out. Bye. That you're not the person. I talk to him every day. I know exactly who he is. It's not you. Peace. Right? So then once you have fully believed, completely felt in your heart and spent time being grateful for the love that it's, it's already there, it's already yours, you feel it every morning, you take some time to feel that love and talk to your person and love on them and write them a letter or take a walk with them, and, and you're really an expert at feeling that thing, then you need to actually start taking action to get the love that you want. So that means you need to start putting yourself out there. You need to start saying yes more and you need to start receiving and letting people in. But the cool thing is, is that when you've started to trick your subconscious and allowed your subconscious to experience that love as if it's already in existence, the fear of receiving your love when it comes is going to be a lot less. So I know that if I didn't do that work of visualizing my partner and the way that he would make me feel and talking to him before he existed, if I never did that, when he actually came into my life, Chris Winfield, I probably would have like blocked him. Like I probably wouldn't have allowed him in. 
I probably would have been too scared of getting hurt. I probably would have sabotaged the relationship. I might have not allowed him in. I may have said, oh, you're not right for me. Bye. Like done all of kind of those kind of weird things that we do sometimes when we're trying to protect ourselves from getting hurt. But because I had practiced feeling that love, I'd visualized that love. I'd felt it so much. I knew what it felt like. I knew how powerful it was. And I wasn't scared of it anymore because I practiced it. It was there. It radiated from within me. And then when I met him for the first time, I wasn't like, oh, I need you. I need you. I need you. I was like, oh, this is cool. Like, uh, you want to jump on this bus? Like, this bus is like a really fun bus to be on. And if you don't want to be on it, that's cool too. So you you also, the, the other piece of manifesting love is just loving yourself. It really is. Like, you attract what you are, not what you want. So if you want love, you simply need to be love. And when you walk around radiating love, that you love yourself, people are naturally just going to be attracted to you. They're going to be like, oh my God, I want what that person has. Well, how do I get the Kool-Aid that that person is drinking? If you walk around just loving yourself as much as you would love the person that you, that you eventually meet, that's your soulmate. Think about that. All of this love that you have to give, you're like, I want to manifest love. I want to manifest my soulmate. I want to manifest the person of my dreams. How, cause you said, many people say this to me. They're like, I would love them so much. I would be the best partner. I have so much love to give. What if you gave all of that love to yourself right now? And you just walked around the planet loving yourself and showing the world what kind of love you have to give by loving yourself that much, you will naturally attract people that want that kind of love too. So your first step is to do the visualizations as if it's yours. So really imagining that your love is sitting next to you, walking next to you, they're with you in the morning, you're writing them a letter, you're talking to them, you're telling them about your day, you are visualizing them as if they're with you and you're feeling the feelings that they will make you feel. And you are just radiating those feelings and you're really sitting with them. And then you can even open your eyes and share gratitude. I'm so grateful I met the love of my life today. I'm so grateful for the way that they make me feel. And just reprogramming the subconscious to believe that that is your reality. All right, you're gonna, you're gonna, your whole body is going to start vibrating at the energy of love. And like attracts like. So you're going to walk around the planet instead of thinking, oh, where's my love? I want love. I want love. You're just going to be like, I am love. I'm in love. This is so great. You're not going to be anxious. You're not going to be wanting anything or needing anything from anybody. And you're going to start to attract people into your life that aren't looking for a codependent relationship, that are looking for someone that actually really loves themselves. And I will tell you right now that the basis or the, the number one most important thing of a powerful relationship, what I've learned from being in relationships and from now being married, is you can't need the other person for your happiness. You have to be able to create your happiness on your own, right? The, the relationship is a bonus. The relation, it's two individuals that are just helping each other be the best versions of themselves that they can possibly be. And the second that I stop working on myself and the second that I start relying on Chris for my happiness and my joy and my love, my self-love is the second that my relationship probably will go to shit because I need to be able to create that within myself. And, and when you have that power and you realize that you can do that by doing this exercise and doing these visualizations, you won't be desperate anymore and you won't be blocking the love. And then you're going to go take action. You're going to get online. You're going to do all the things that you need to do. Get on the apps. You're going to go to the party. You're going to be open, but you're going to know that your love is walking around the planet looking for you too because you talk to them every single day and you know that they're with you and you're just going to be your fabulous self and you're going to love yourself just as much as you would love that person. And then when they walk into your life, you will know that it's them. And most importantly, when they come into your life, you're going to receive them and you're going to be open. But that'll automatically happen when you've practiced visualizing that they're with you. It will. 
it, that's that's the magic of the law of attraction. It's the magic of manifestation. It's the magic of visualization and reprogramming the subconscious mind. That is really, it all falls into place. You don't have to really work that hard to be able to receive the person. They, it, you're just like, oh yeah, duh, that's that person. Like when Chris walked into my life, I was like, oh, okay, that's him. Let's go. <laughs> you know, instead of pushing him away or or, or being too scared to commit, I, I was ready for it. I had practiced for months and months and months before he arrived. So then last but not least, again, I'm just going to double down on this. If you want love, be love. Be the person that you want to attract. We attract what we are and like attracts like. It's, it's actually science. So be that person, be that love, know what you desire as if it's already yours, feel what you desire as if it's already yours. You don't even want it. You already have it. It already exists. And then let it go and trust that the universe will give you that feeling or something even better. And that, my friends, is how you manifest love. I hope you loved this episode of the I Dare You podcast. My dare for you today is to do that quick little, go do a wonder walk. Let's do that. We've all learned wonder walks. If you haven't, I want you to go listen to the episode about wonder walks. I'll put it in the show notes, but go for a wonder walk with the love of your life. If you're working on manifesting your partner and what a wonder walk is, is simply walking around as if that person is walking with you. I used to do this every Saturday night when I was single, I would walk around New York city as if I was on a date with the love of my life. I'd put my headphones in and I would envision that they were walking next to me and I would just think about like how great I felt walking with them, holding my hand and we were walking home from a date and really feel the way you would feel while you were walking next to your love. That's the fastest way to get into that state of experiencing that love as if it's yours. So my dare for you today is to go on that wonder walk. And then I want you to post online how it went. I would love for you to post a picture of you going on the wonder walk and tag me at Jen underscore Gottlieb, hashtag I dare you podcast. Tell me that you went on the wonder walk. I want to see, and I can't wait to see you and your partner actually doing that real life walk when you meet them because you will. All right. This was super fun. Love you so much. Make sure you share this podcast with someone who you think needs it. And I will see you next time on the I Dare You podcast. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the I Dare You podcast. I'm so grateful you chose to spend this time with me, but I'm even more grateful for your future self that you are building one dare at a time. So my first dare for you is to subscribe to the show and then share it with a friend who you think needs to step a little bit more outside their comfort zone and into their best lives. They'll thank you for it. I'll see you next time on the I Dare You podcast.